0: SAFM values your views. Be an active citizen. It is now 20 minutes before four o'clock. We're in conversation next with uh, Mbumelelo Zigalala, who is a legal analyst. As we look at the Constitutional Court decision, which has ruled against President Saddle Ramaphosa's bid to challenge the Section 89 independent panel report into Parapara, para, saying no case has been made for exclusive jurisdiction or direct access in 2020, the independent panel led by former in 2022, this is last year, the independent panel led by former Chief Justice Sandile Ngobo found that uh, Ramaphosa may have a case to answer in relation to a robbery that occurred at his Palapala farm in Limpopum. Pumelelo Zegalala now joining us on the line. Pumelelo, good afternoon and thank you so much for making time for us. The case has been dismissed, but it has absolutely nothing to do with the merits of the matter that the president was putting before the court.
1: But definitely the court looked at the technicalities and said, Let's look at the constitution, our jurisdiction, the inherent jurisdiction that you have. It says that an individual yes can we apply to have direct access, but there must be a very strong ground for that prime, for, for that direct access. It must be dealing with matters which are within exclusively within our jurisdiction. And it must be such of importance that it cannot be discussed by lower courts. Now in this case, the court being or the presiding officers being of the view that no. Even if you go to the provincial High Court Division, which is the Western Cape in this case, they'll be able to deal with this matter. It's not that important. It's not something which is so significant that it can't be dealt with, with by the justices uh, within that particular provincial division. So, so start there before you come here. We're going to dismiss your case purely on technical reasons and nothing on the merits.
0: Why would the court makes, make such a ruling considering that the argument from the president is also that it has to do with the with the head of state?
1: The, the, the courts would really say, let's look at whether the matter is such of an exclusive nature that it's only the court that's going to be able to deal with it. Now, the lower courts have previously dealt with many decisions that involve the president, many decisions that involve the powers and the instructions in which the president is supposed to discuss matters. Let's take the Ganja the matter, for example, where it started is within the provincial division, meets also to the SCA and also to the court. So, if the, you do have another committee in court, which is the lower court, that can be able to deal with the matter, matter. Why do you want to jump the queue and come to the court and allow the court, the court to the final auditor to then to decide the matter? On, a, a, another reasoning would be this. Um, if you want to enrich the jurisprudence of our legal system, you have to allow the system process from starting within the lower courts to the SCA and also to the constitutional court because as you go along with particular steps, you are then enriched with, the, with, with different legislative interpretations case law interpretations which are made for by the legal practitioner that are presenting the case and also the arguments which are being presented so on that basis it it then says don't rob us of this very important jurisprudence of something of a matter which is very important and also we want to discourage individuals such as the president if they think that they're going to be able to jump the queue just because they want instant results so follow the queue. Follow the legal process that is prescribed for the Constitution and it's going to give you the type of results that you are looking for if you are not in your favor.
0: Okay. I just quickly want to read from the President's papers, um, uh, paragraph 25 of uh, the founding affidavit. He says that I'm advised that only this court can decide whether or not Parliament has failed to fulfill a constitutional obligation in terms of section 164, subsection 4E of the Constitution. Parliament is under an obligation to act lawfully when fulfilling its constitutional obligation. Now, on that basis, if this matter, for instance, does go back to, let's say, the president decides that he wants to go back to the High Court, or one, well, not going back, but starting at the High Court, considering this decision Mm -hmm. that has been taken by the Constitutional Court, it would still be the Constitutional Court that would have to affirm a ruling if the High Court says that, um, that Parliament acted unconstitutionally and the president acted unconstitutionally.
1: Yeah, the, the confirmation of the ruling, which is from the lower court, is done so after consideration of the submissions. The relevant parties have been called to argue. There's been proper ventilation of the matter in the little uh, presentations which are going to begin, the questions which are going to come from the justices of the court. So if you go straight to the court, yes, it, ultimately it may end with them, but the start, which is important as well, we are then robbed of the particular legal jurisprudence that we need. We are then robbed of an opportunity in which maybe the parties could have come to a different conclusion. We are then robbed of other alternatives and different legal interpretations that are there. In which, if you go direct to the concord, we then limit the space of those questions. We limit the space of the ventilation of those legal principles that could have been uh, dealt with with the lower courts. And when you go straight to the to, to the concord, you, you are simply short circuiting the the, the the results. And saying to them, this is where we are going to end up. Anyway, let's start here before we proceed. Now, LTA our constitution is very clear as to what are the different jurisdictions of the different courts and the type of activities in which those courts are supposed to undertake. So, if there is no particular reason, the constitution is clear. It says that if it falls exclusively with us. Now, the conduct of the president is not exclusively with the the, the, the constitution. It may be confirmed by the constitution at a later stage, but it's not an exclusive jurisdiction of the courts of the court then you can come to us. If it's sort of such important nature that we cannot allow, or this process of going to the lower Division is going to take a longer time, then you can come to us in the Concord. In this case, there's not too much any agency that is there. Go to the, to the Provincial divisions because it's going to induce the legal arguments and which we're going to get at a later stage. And if you start there, you then allow this conversation to start, and you're able to come to us with those script matters that we need as The apex court, then we're able to deal with the matter. But don't short circuit it because you're going to create a very bad legal precedent of saying anything that involves the president must then start with the court court and then, again, cannot start within any provincial division.
0: Okay. And then another element, uh, because during the press briefing earlier on, um, the the spokesperson for the president did say that um, the president will be speaking to his lawyers and see what other avenues are available. And for me, it, it read almost as if the president will decide whether or not he still wants to challenge this matter and go to the high court as per um, this ruling by the constitutional court. But is the matter moot now, considering that... Um, on um, This was now after, it was the 11th of, of December, that the Parliament then said that it will not adopt this report. And when the president filed his papers, he filed his papers on the 5th of December, which was before that Parliament sitting and during that Parliament sitting as well, MPs were arguing on the basis that this matter is before the Constitutional Court, let's set aside the report.
1: There's more than one reason why the President would want to still continue with checking this particular report on view. Because if you then go back and say to the speaker of Parliament, Speaker, if you know if you look at the hansard and you look at the type of arguments that we are raised, it's very clear that the members of Parliament were influenced by the type of litigation that's taking place. Now it is no longer there there's no pronouncement as to the correctness or the wrongfulness of this report as it is. So it may have been that let's bring afresh this particular submission and let those members of parliament decide afresh where they still want to continue with it. Let's still remember that there's still litigation which is taking on in that particular place, and there could be amendments or supplementation of the papers on which they have already submitted. So it would be in the best interest of the president, also from a strategic point of basis, to say, I still believe that the merits of the, of this case favor me as the president, So, I'm going to listen to what the Concord is saying to me. I'm going to go back to the Western Cape Provincial Division, file this matter there, and allow this process to go through. Now, from that particular division up until it gets to the confirmation by the Concord, we could look at another maybe 36 to 48 months, which would have bought the president enough time in order to go through his political career or any other political advancement that there is. But from a political point of view, the strategy would be let me go back to court because it then solidifies the argument that has been stated by my NPs and also members of my political party when they were saying that this matter started to be here. Also solidifying the fact that I truly believe that this matter cannot go ahead because the, whoever was deciding it, which is the, the parties which are affected in the official capacity, thought of it wrongly or they used either the incorrect law or the rationalism was not there when they came to the particular conclusion. So the president is in the best intricate continues with the litigation and does not leave it behind stating that it is now more.
0: Thank you so much for your time. Bumelelo Zigalala is a legal practitioner. Your thoughts on that? Zero six one four one zero four one zero seven. Because remember that one of the reasons also um that some ANC NEC members had put forward was that uh, you need to deal with this matter before you go to the elections, the 2024 elections. But now with this decision that has been taken by the court, and if the president does go to the Western Cape High Quarter, whichever um, court he wants to go to, to challenge this, um, to to get this report being set aside, it then means that there is a possibility that, like for instance in Gandhia, that the Parapara matter would be dragged into the election year, which is actually about to kick off with opposition, with the political parties starting to work on their um, manifestos. So is it a blunder um, from your end and where you're sitting, or is it a strategy that you think that the president is employing here and arguing that he has no case?